Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium, and I'm hoping I'm showing my microphone is working, but I don't. Yeah, all right. It seems to be. We'll we'll try this anyway. Um, space is back in the news, and I've got a couple stories here that kind of intrigue me, and the way I'm reading them is kind of my usual off the end of the twig, high-octane speculation. And um, before I get to that, I want to remind everybody, there's no vid chat tomorrow. I'm having company tomorrow. Uh, so I've moved the other two vid chats this month towards the end of the month. So no vid chat tomorrow. Uh, that The vid chat will be a week from tomorrow. But anyway, these stories have me wondering just really what's going on. We've been watching formation of space forces. President Trump uh, did this kind of toward the middle of his administration. France shortly afterward joined in. And now Germany, uh, there's an article from Deutsche Welle stating, quote, German Bundeswehr sets up Space Command Center. And I want to read a few paragraphs from this article and then turn to another article about the U.S. Space Command. And then I'll get to my speculation of what I think might be going on here. Anyway, about the German story, quote, a new German military Space Command Center has been officially inaugurated with the goal of protecting satellites and monitoring threats in outer space. The focus is on, listen to this, folks, is on asteroids and space junk rather than aliens. Now, right away, those of you familiar with the affidavit of Dr. Carol Rosen, I've been saying for some time we're in the asteroid phase, and now Germany is talking about asteroids. And here's the question. How are you going to use a space command with regard to asteroids. In other words, how are you going to shoot down an asteroid? Well, you've got to have weapons to do it. So in other words, again, I, I'm with Carol Rosen here. I think that they're using asteroids and the threat of asteroids as a way to weaponize space. The real question is, why do they want to weaponize space other than asteroids? And we'll get back to that. But anyway, continuing here with this article, a couple more paragraphs from it. While it sounds like something out of science fiction, the German Armed Forces foray into space has a wide-reaching mandate. Defense operations include military reconnaissance and the monitoring and protection of satellites. The tracking of dangerous debris, so-called space junk, will also be a central task for the command center and the need for a presence in space goes beyond military considerations. Latch on to that because, again, I think there's another game in town. Continuing, instead, attacks on satellites could attempt to undermine communications and technology of specific countries. Satellites count as critical infrastructure that Germany wants to protect, and the Bundeswehr, that's the German Armed Forces, also said that they wish to better protect their own communication infrastructure. Skipping a couple of paragraphs here. The new German command center remains primarily a place for information reconnaissance. Germany is not currently <laughs> in a position to carry out an attack in space. 
but we're working on it, folks. But anyway, even defense actions could have wide-reaching consequences. Modern warfare is dependent on these technologies, and that naturally entails a certain vulnerability because there are always ways to disrupt or even destroy these satellites, according to Dr. Max Munchler, senior researcher at the Bonn International Center for, Conver for Conversion, a research institute focused on peace building. It becomes problematic when you conclude that you have to be able to defend yourself in space, he continued, because if you then say we need to weaponize space first, then that can lead to a dangerous arms spiral, and that danger of an arms race in space is actually present. Okay, so that's the German article, New Space Command, and little hints that, okay, we've got to weaponize space, we've got to shoot down asteroids, and we don't really want to do it, okay? Now, here's where it gets interesting, and I want you to think of the German article in connection with that article I blogged about last week or maybe the week before that, where now NATO is expanding its Article 5 to include attacks against a nation's space assets, and everybody else will come to the rescue, okay? Now, this next one, is another article that's titled Report Urges U.S. Space Force to Begin Preparing for Space Military Action. And uh, this one is kind of low, written in a low-key way, but it's, it's a stunner. So a couple of paragraphs from this one as well. Quote, Cislunar space refers to the region of space between the Earth and its moon, with translunar space referring to what lies beyond the two celestial bodies. The idea of creating an American military presence on the moon is not a new one. In 1959, the U.S. Army published Project Horizon, a study on the practicality of creating a military base in order to protect potential United States interests on the moon. The plan was extremely ambitious with the end of its roadmap proposing a fully operational lunar base by 1967 at the latest. The building plans were products of their time. With nuclear warheads, claymore mines, and various metallic building materials it entailed, this no doubt would have cost a tremendous amount to deliver to the lunar surface. While modern off-world living space designs are often simplistic and designed for efficiency and low cost of launch, the Project Horizon bases were to be outfitted to the max out of fear of a Soviet attack from Earth. The project never proceeded past its feasibility stages as President Dwight D. Eisenhower rejected it. However, quote, the Air Force Research Laboratory released their primer on cislunar space to the public in late June with the report specifically being directed toward military personnel, particularly the Space Force, to begin developing plans to expand the force into the cislunar area. The AFRL's goal with the report was to educate and inspire, according to the Director of Space Vehicles Director, Colonel Eric Felt. The Space Force and NASA have since entered an agreement of cooperation regarding cislunar technological development, a more recent example being the space monitoring experiment 
Cislunar Highway Patrol System. Okay, now or CHIPS. Now remember that little uh, acronym CHIPS because we're going to get back to it. Then, continuing, it could be reasoned that whoever can control the space surrounding Earth may be responsible, listen to this, for the security of everyone who lives on it. An idea that is surely not going to be left up to the private sector. The roadmap originally proposed by Project Horizon was incredibly unrealistic, especially for its time, but the U.S. is beginning to approach its end goals and will likely have reached them by the end of the decade. So what's going on here? Um, I think this uh, Cislunar Highway Patrol System, or CHIPS, is a little tell in the following way, because there's also another acronym, also called CHIPS with an I, C-H-I-P-S, which stands for the Clearinghouse Interbank Payment System. In other words, it's the internal electronic clearing financial clearing system within the United States. It's the counterpart to SWIFT, which is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Transfer that's based in Belgium. And what I suspect all of this means is with the rush to digital currency, they are going to try to move as much of the clearing system into space as they possibly can. And that's going to require protection. In other words, these will be, these will be assets necessary to use for their uh, social credit digital currency control system. And they've got to have that system located where us deplorables can't get to it, namely in space. Now, that plus the other problem of going out into space and retrieving resources, mining them, and so on, means that they're going to have to have some sort of mechanism for financial transfer between Earth and whatever else they're going to put up out there. So let's go all the way back to the late 1950s, early 1960s, when the Brookings Institute was contacted by NASA to do a, its report on space and what we could expect. At that time, the Brookings report pointed out that communication satellites were becoming a very real possibility. And as a result of that, the whole nature of financial clearing, weather prediction, you name it, was going to change. And that it was going to be necessary to protect those assets. In other words, like it or not, you can, you can wish all you want about space remaining demilitarized, but the fact of the matter is the technology is going to drive its militarization and it's going to drive its weaponization. So I suspect with the United States followed very quickly thereafter by France, uh, the United Kingdom, Australia, and now Germany, all creating these space commands, with Germany even kind of hinting, oh, you know, we might want to pursue our own methods of uh, weaponizing space. Um, I suspect what you see with those efforts and with the NATO invocation of Article 5 covering space, um, I think you're going to see blocks emerge or re-emerge, and you're going to see a 
basically a tripartite structure coming to pass. The NATO Western space powers, China and Russia, of course, and then I think you're going to see another potential block with uh, perhaps the Commonwealth countries, Japan, India, and so on, because it's becoming clear that regardless of where you stand on, on space weaponization and militarization, it forms a crucial, crucial piece to Mr. Globalone's plans for expanded commerce, for a space-based uh, financial clearing system in order to support that expanded commerce. And that means we're in another space race, quite frankly. So expect to see and hear a lot more of these kinds of articles. They're going to be notched up, and they're going to be kind of quietly talked about, you know, and and never make the mainstream media other than the odd story or two. But I think you're going to be seeing a lot more space activity in the next 10 years, particularly with the United States talking about being prepared for military action in cislunar space. Now, what that means, I don't know. Um I suspect that in American thinking, it means a combination of actual boots on the ground or rather in the sky, so to speak, and a technological infrastructure as well. But time is going to tell. We are in the space race once again. And with new financial imperatives behind it. So, folks, that's it. Please don't forget, tomorrow is not a vid chat day. Please check the schedule on the website because um, I've got company coming this week. I will have company again in August, so please be very attentive to the schedule because I'm going to have to play with it a bit to be able to get in all the vid chats. Anyway, watch space, guys. It's going to be very important. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.